0: Are you struggling to get your project off the ground? Is the term research a dirty word? Need help finding more resources? Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Johns Hopkins Center for Nursing Inquiry podcast, IRB 201. I am Nadine Rosenblum, Inquiry Coordinator with the CNI. I am speaking today with Heather Watson, our nurse scientist, about the IRB and uh, this is a follow-up to our previous IRB 101 podcast. Today, we're gonna talk more about uh, questions to consider with regard to submitting your project to the IRB. Hi, Heather, how you doing? I'm well, thank you, Nadine. Thanks for having me. Sure. So here's the thing. Um, We talked about um, submitting a project to the IRB and I was just wondering, you know, now that we've talked about becoming a principal investigator or co-investigator, what are the things should a nurse be thinking about when putting a research or quality improvement project together? That's a great question.
1: So I think um, you've already answered part of it when you say, are you submitting research or are you submitting for quality improvement? As we talked about last time, if you're doing a research project, any sort of human subjects research is gonna require an IRB approval. If you're doing quality improvement, you may or may not need IRB approval, but we strongly recommend it. It lends strength to your project work and it makes it much easier and more robust when it comes to publishing. But some things people should consider would be like, what type of application are you doing? Quality or research, because that's going to be a different application. Um, What stakeholders do you need to talk to before you do your project work? And have you um, completed all that required training we talked about in IRB 101, like that IRB human subjects protections training? And do you have support from your leadership? You know, is this meaningful value added work that you're doing? And have you had a pre-scientific review if you're doing um, a research project as a nurse, usually you have to go through a pre-scientific review before you submit to the IRB. So those are a few of the things that
0: I would encourage people to think about. That sounds like a lot to do and and could take a long time. Is all that really necessary? I mean, I just want to make sure meds are given on time or the patients don't get bed sores or something like that. Um, It seems like doing all those things might get in the way of getting my project going. What's the big deal? I mean, I think that's an excellent observation.
1: And I do think that that nurses can can get frustrated um, by wanting, you know, by wanting to just get started doing good things, right? Making improvements in patient care or making improvements in how you know their teams communicate. Um, but again, if if you're doing if you're doing research work, it's it's just mandatory you have to have an IRB approval because that's how it's ethics and it's how we protect our patients or our staff. Um, And if it's quality improvement, it's not absolutely necessary, but it's a really great idea because you don't wanna be doing a project that has already been done before and you just might not be aware of it because you haven't chatted with your leadership about it. So that's sort of that involvement of leadership and stakeholders. And although it sounds like a lot of work, if you're organized, you can move through it pretty systematically. And of course, at the center, we're here to help you. So at the Center for Nursing Inquiry, we want to help you move through some of those forms and application
0: processes to make your work successful. That sounds like putting some work in ahead of time to get yourself organized so that once the project is rolling, things actually can work more smoothly. Yes. Okay, so that's fair. Um, You mentioned um, some forms, and I was wondering if you could tell us a little bit more about that. Um, Are there some forms or tools or uh, documents that the IRB needs to receive so that um, we can go ahead and get started with our project? Um, Absolutely. So the
1: If you're doing a research project, you need to submit um, what's called an eForm A, and you would find that by going to the IRB website. They have a little link called forms. And and actually on that link, it tells you the kind of form that would align with the kind of project you're doing. So an eForm Q would be for quality improvement. Quality improvement tends to be a shorter application process. Um, The eForm Q and eForm A are both you know documents that essentially outline everything that you intend to do and also why you're doing it. So it asks you for a little bit of background or justification. Um, and then there, in addition to that, there's an application that you have to start uh, on the IRB website where you kind of click like a button that says, create new application. And during in that application, which is all um, you know, all automated, um, all online, it it takes you through a series of questions like, where would you conduct your research? And um, who are you interested in doing research on? And will that person, um, you know, be in the Department of Medicine? Or will they be in pediatrics? And what kinds of other further questions that might ask you, depending on the population you're looking at. So, It's designed to walk you through it very methodically, but it does take a little bit of time. Okay. And then there are some other forms
0: too. Um, Such as? (laughs) So, um,
1: for example, if you're gonna do human subjects research and I'm gonna interview you, Nadine, about how did you manage your resiliency through the pandemic? For example, I would wanna get a consent from you because I'm, I'm going to consent you to me audio recording you and then transcribing your voice. Um, I might tell you I'm gonna de-identify that information so that I can't go back and say, well, this is what Nadine said. And that's part of our protection. Um, You may be pushing out a survey to people. Um, The IRB is going to want to look at that survey, but also they're going to want to look at the email script that you build around it to make sure that you're presenting it in such a way that is, again, protecting people. Um, And also you're going to want letters of support and approval from your leadership because that lets the IRB know that you're not just going off and doing something on a whim, that you actually have buy-in from the people who matter to making your project successful. And so there, there are several forms that need to be completed and then uploaded into your online application. And again, the application takes you through those things. And also at the Center for Nursing Inquiry, we can help you complete and fill out some of those forms so that you know what you're doing if this is your first time.
0: Okay, that's good to know. So um, once I have um, gotten all of my forms together and uploaded it and submitted it to the IRB, what kind of timing should I expect in terms of their response? That's a great question because I do think we get antsy to
1: to get our project work underway. And um, and you know we have to keep in mind that the IRB is reviewing all of the project work across the whole institution. So um, once you submit your application, there's there's kind of three things that can happen. If it's a quality improvement project, um, they're going to acknowledge it. If everything is done right, they're kind of giving you the go ahead. Um, if, if it's a research project, they're going to approve it if everything is great and they're gonna give you the approval to go ahead. Or for any kind of project work, they can ask you for revisions. So they could kick it back to you and say, oops, you checked this box. We don't think that's really what you're supposed to be doing. And so the sooner you address those revisions, the sooner you'll be able to move forward with your application. And again, the IRB wants you to be successful. So they're, they're really not trying to throw up barriers. They're just trying to make sure your application is, is uh, adequate and appropriate. So um, I think realistically, <laughs> if if all if everything's, you know, you've done all your pre-work and then you hit the submit button, your pre-work could probably take a couple of months. It depends on how much time you have and how motivated you are. Um, and then it's realistic to anticipate a couple of months before you get your approval back. Um, it depends on how complicated your, your protocol is or your procedures are that they, they might need to go through several different approvals. Um, but if it's pretty simplistic, it, it might take less time than that. But I think it's realistic to, to think about a couple of months before you would receive an IRB approval.
0: Okay, that's really good to know. Um, And I'm definitely gonna build that time into the plan for my project. Great, so for you today, do you have anything else that you want to share about our discussion today regarding the IRB?
1: Um, I think I've said it about a thousand times, but I'm gonna just put one more plug in, which is that the IRB wants you to be successful. So although it may seem daunting or scary, um, they have a help desk, they have great staff, and they're there to help, um, as so are we at the Center for Nursing Inquiry. Um, And that I would encourage nurses to be part of a study team, either as a a study team member, a co-investigator, or working your way towards becoming a principal investigator. It's an amazing learning opportunity. We talk about evidence-based practice all the time and evidence-based practice is generated through research and is implemented through quality improvement. And so I think understanding how you fit into that process is really great. And this is an opportunity for you to improve things for yourselves, for your patients, Um, and it drives our nursing practice. So we're always doing this in order to do better. And I think that that's really important. It's inquiry work isn't extra. Inquiry work is embedded in what we do every day. And so I would just encourage people to get involved, talk to your your nurse manager, talk to your your leadership, and, and don't let something like having to submit to the IRB be the thing that keeps you from engaging in inquiry work because they're there really to to ensure human protection. So they're a good thing (laughs) and uh, they're there to help. So I would just say that's an important thing to remember.
0: That's really good to hear and good to know. And so when you are ready to start your project and you want to get more information and support, make sure that you take a look at the IRB website and the Center for Nursing Inquiry websites on our nursing intranet. And I wanna thank you, Heather Watson, our nurse scientist for spending some time talking to me today about the IRB. My pleasure, thank you for having me. Thank you, bye.
1: Bye.